everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Your Manchester. Your Manchester is powered by TalkTalk's Future Fibre, which has now arrived here in Manchester. Future Fibre broadband is ultra-fast and ultra-reliable, and with speeds up to a whopping 900 megabits, it's fast enough to handle anything you can throw at it. Plus, you can connect over 75 devices at once, so bye-bye fighting over the Wi-Fi. As if it couldn't get any better, Future Fibre plans now come with an Amazon Aero mesh router, so you can get the latest in Wi-Fi 6 technology for free. To see if your postcode can get Future Fibre, search Talk Talk Future Fibre now. Hello, welcome everybody to the first show of 2022 with me, Miss Belinda Scandal. How the heck are you? How's 2022 treating you so far? It's uh, it's still, oh, we're on the precipice a little bit, aren't we? We don't know if we're going to be all right. We're not sure if we're going to be okay or not okay. We just don't know, do we? On the show tonight, we have got a marvellous show lined up for you. There's a gentleman called Bruce Jones, but you'll all know him as Les Battersby, everybody. I'm sure he was in this wonderful soap called Coronation Street a good few years back and he's uh, giving us a wonderful little interview in just a few minutes' time. Also, um, started yesterday at the Palace Theatre was the School of Rock, Andrew Lloyd Webber's new fantastic musical, and it's doing a lovely, lovely tour all around the UK, and we're going to be speaking to one of the cast of that a little bit later on as well. First up, though, tonight, um, 1997 was the first time you saw this gentleman on the cobbles. His name is Bruce Jones. Before that, though, he had an absolutely fantastic, fantastic career. He was part of a comedy duo he basically had done everything you should do in entertainment and i'm very privileged to say that bruce joins us now welcome bruce how are you i'm fine thank you for having me on i'm sorry i can't be there live but i've got to test for covid because all the cast i've just went, went down with it now bruce you started off doing uh lots of different things you started off as a comedy duo tell us a bit about that well i had a dream many many years ago as a kid living on the council state in manchester I was brought up in Wales, and when I was three years of age, my mum took this to Manchester. But in Wales, I joined a, as a kid. I joined this, this theatre group as a young kid, and I remember going back to Wales, and I got I got my first break at school was doing an activity play, and then clapped. So I remember saying to my mum, "Why are you clapping, his mum?" And my mum said, "You've got it right. And that's what you do when you get things right." That resonated me on my life, and I've always looked at stay so secretly you went to drama school at night you moved to coronation street in 1997 how did that come about for you well i did i did a ken loach film called rainy stones and that won me up in that's every year and then i did roughnecks i did frost i did all, i did all these tv shows and i remember the producer saying to me it's rainy stones and it's bringing his family in and he wanted me to be part of that family and i, I met the wonderful vicky and swissel who played janice i met the two girls jane danson and sawyer and we all gelled but we all f- had our doubts about this family going in coordination this week, especially me because i'd watched it with my grandmother for years and years and years and i said to one day i'm gonna be in that show one day now and she went yes you are sonny jim yes you are sadly my grandmother never saw that day that i went in after that, it just took off for me. It just rainy stones, just took off. I've done that so many films now with so many actors. I'm so privileged. I'm a privileged council kid. But anyone with a yeah. dream can do what I've done. As long as you've got that dream, especially from Manchester. Anything's possible in Manchester. Tell us about some of your best moments then on Coronation Street. Oh, there's plenty lots of them. I mean, I, I I can remember lots of things I did uh, that wasn't really right to do, but they were funny. They were funny scenes to do. I mean, the most question I get now is when am I going back? 
and we could do with you mm -hmm. back now because this this they seem to don't like the new one. So we're watching no. the classical. Uh, sadly, though, you left there, um, and it it kind of didn't go too well after that, and you started struggling with quite a few demons after that. Uh, how was it being suddenly part of something marvelous, and then kind of having nothing else after that straight away? I was quite quite sad at leaving the street, and I was quite sad at not being able to get work anymore because I was so typecast as Les. I, I I'm married now for me. Second time, or some wife Sandra will have more than anything in the world. That one was saved my life. I went into a, yes, a depression like you wouldn't believe. But then I got offered, a, a, a friend of mine offered me a script in Wales to do a film in Wales. And I said, I don't really want to do a script anymore. And this, this script was called Cream. And I, I read the script and I this is a good script. And he, he offered me the chance to, to do the film. And I said, okay, I'll do the film. I'd won so many awards for me, but I didn't think I'd be able to do it again. And, so me, my life was over at that time, and I, I just didn't care. I did the film. I, I, I went and did Cream. And it went into the Welsh International Film Festival of the Year, which is thousands of films from all over. There's a big festival in the car. And I didn't go to that festival. I thought, I'm going to one of these festivals anymore. I'm, I'm, I've been to so many. And, and I, I, won, I won it. I got, I got the best actor for Cream. Uh, and after that, I was everywhere and nowhere. Everyone wanted me to work. So I just thought, right, gamers are gone. What what what's keeping you going then, Bruce? What's keeping you G'd on? What's keeping you happy? Now it's the fact that I've got a beautiful place to live. I've found a village I love to live in. I, I live with beautiful people. You know, I miss Manchester, uh, but I love Wales. I, I was brought up in Wales, and Wales is bad. And the Welsh people, I'm being, I mean, I consider myself Welsh, even though I was born in Manchester. I, I was brought up in Wales, so I was three years of age. And Wales to me is my heart. You know? It's, I've got the dragon in my eye, and I can never leave Wales. That keeps me going. They look after me. Here. Listen, Bruce, we are unfortunately running out of time here now. The one and only Bruce Jones there, everybody. School of the Rock is one of them wonderful, wonderful musicals. A new generation of musical and a new generation of cast and characters. Gone are the days of them very flamboyant musicals. Instead, these days, you're looking literally to attend the school, the School of Rock. And one gentleman joins us here right now, Mr. Alex Tompkins. Welcome to the show. School of Rock. It sounds phenomenal. For those people that aren't aware of Andrew Lloyd Webber's new endurance into these types of musicals, perhaps explain a little bit about it. Yeah, it's, um, do you know what? I've been attached to the project for um, probably about five years now uh, and to, doing it in the West End. It's, uh, it's something that I care a lot about on a number of levels. Um, I think mainly that it's been a, a really good stable job for me and supported me and my family. I've got two little kids. So that's firstly. But secondly, um, it's just a, it's a production that's just full of uh, full of life and energy and it's um it's 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 uh it's quite an important show i think it's it sort of shows how um how music uh is is not an exclusive thing you know it's it's something that all kids should be able to do and one of the great things about doing the show is um is is seeing the look on these kids faces to 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 see the kids on the stage their age um playing all these wonderful instruments and going oh my god i can do that if because we should, it, I can do it. We, we should say these instruments being played live on stage all around the country throughout this tour, these children are actually playing these instruments, aren't they? Yeah, they're all they're all completely live. Um, I must admit, I've been playing instruments for uh, quite a quite a long time. I played guitar and piano, 
And if I was uh, even half as good at, at, at their age, uh, these kids are, uh, I would be absolutely phenomenal now. These kids are are just incredible. Um, and and do you know what? They're, they're not sort of stuffy, privileged kids. These are normal kids who are just phenomenally talented, A, and B, extremely hardworking. So what's the story then? So the story is um, uh, of... Dewey Finn, who uh, who I play. In fact, there's four of us that play uh, that part. Um, so Jake plays it for five shows a week. I play it for three. And then Richard and Tom um, basically do um, the leftovers. <laughs> that sounds horrible. So basically, yeah, there's a character called um, Dewey Finn. Um, obviously, it's based on, on the film. So it's the Jack Black part, um, you know, a, a, a wannabe rock star who's down on his luck, who's just obsessed with with rock music and rock bands and Led Zeppelin and Iron Maiden. Um and he's uh yeah, he's down on his luck. He's he's been he's been kicked out of his own band for his flamboyant guitar solos and for just going a bit over the top. But that's how he sees rock and roll, you know. So he gets kicked out of his own band. Um meanwhile he's got his his best friend and um his best friend's wife on his case um, because he's not paying any rent in the house. Um, and he, uh, they threaten him uh, with being evicted. Um, he, he then intercepts a phone call, um, which is, uh, which is uh, designed for um, Ned Schneebly, his best friend. He intercepts the phone call um, and then proceeds to masquerade as, uh, as a supply teacher in an extremely um, posh school. And he decides it's- to um, sorry. He decides to basically blag his way through it, and he discovers how how um, how talented these kids are, although um, they don't seem to know it. And he he decides to bring that talent out in them um, because he ultimately thinks, for some crazy reason, that he can go to the Battle of the Bands, which is this competition that um, that would enable him to earn the money to pay his rent. Uh, he could enter that competition with these kids, um, and um, well, you'll have to come and see it to to know whether that happens. So you say, of course, it started off as a film, but now it's obviously a wonderful musical. Andrew Lloyd Webber's music behind it and everything. But what separates it from the film? What makes it so much better as a night out than perhaps going watching the film? Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I think there's something to do with with the live experience. Um, I mean, there's the live experience of of what watching music live. You know, going to a gig. There's there's something about that, and especially in these um, COVIDy times where everyone's been locked away and things like that. Um, you know, all the Netflix and Amazon Prime in the world can't make up for that live experience, that collective feeling of um, of laughing together or crying together or or shouting together and clapping together and all that stuff. Um, that you can't really get, I don't think, from from Netflix. Um, so it's the it's the shared experience um, that you get from it, and um, it's also yeah, it's just it's just complete passion, and you you see it before your very eyes, and you can't pause it, um, and you can't rewind it, and you it's it's just uh, completely live. It sounds amazing. Now you mentioned you're sharing the part with a few other people. Uh, I'm guessing it's a demanding role for that reason, then. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, we, you know, usually um, us performers, we would do eight shows a week. 
but we split the part up into like a five three split. Um, and um, if you're feeling a bit run down, you know, one of us can jump in, and it's just it's just one of those things where we need to um, we need to spread ourselves out a little bit because it's completely. I mean, you know, as as Dewey Finn, you're on the stage um, for the whole thing basically, uh, and it's extremely extremely um, physically and vocally demanding. Um, and as as much as probably any other role I've ever seen in in musicals. Uh, and of course you say demanding for yourself what about for the children that are in it it must be super extra demanding for them as well yeah, <laughs> yeah they i mean you, you, I, I i just they're, they're, they're work colleagues so you, you i sometimes forget that they're just little kids and sometimes if we're on a saturday matinee and occasionally you catch one of them staring into the wings or just struggling to concentrate a bit and you go come on focus but actually you know they they you know what were what were you and i doing on a on a on a Saturday lunchtime, you know, probably playing computer games out in the park on the bike or whatever it is, and these kids are working, you know. Yeah, it sounds fantastic. Um, it's running, of course, at the Palace Theatre in Manchester. Have you been to Manchester before? Manchester, yeah, I have. I love Manchester. I've had many a many a good night out in Manchester, um, and um, <laughs> but I've, uh, I've 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 always I've never been to the Palace actually. I've always gone to the Lowry, um, right? And uh, yeah, some cracking nights out. And I uh, love Manchester. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous place. Well, we're going to make sure that everybody that's watching our programme comes down and watches this because it, it's oh, what you. I class it, and I have said this, and perhaps I'll get in trouble for saying this, but it is a grown-up version, even though it's got children in it, of Matilda. It's, it's proper. <laughs> for the meantime, though, Alex Tompkins, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. some great things you can watch online or on telly in the next few days. On Netflix, the Queer Eye Gang are back for another series helping people improve their lives and their surroundings. Also on Netflix, Joey Beatty is back in another series of Witcher, the show that plays with time. Now, Star Wars fans will love The Book of Boba Fett, now streaming on Disney+. And new to watch on ITV Hub this week, it's Scooby-Doo. And guess who? And the one Amazon original TV series this month that you mustn't miss is As We See It. It's now available on Amazon Prime Video. Join us again next week for more top TV tips here on Your Manchester. Here's what's happening across Manchester as we head into 2022. Andrew Lloyd Webber's School of Rock is now on at the Palace Theatre and runs until the 15th of January. On Friday night, you can see Abermania at the Manchester Opera House. Over at the Bridgewater Hall, the Glen Miller Orchestra are performing some big band classics on Saturday. There's a whole host of films to see at home starting Friday, including The 400 Bloods, Doggerland, Boiling Point and A Hero. If you were a fan of Postman Pat, there is an exhibition all about him at the Wattside Art Centre in sale until the 15th of January. Of course, over at the Hope Mill Theatre, the Wiz is continuing its run until the 16th of January. And The Lion, The Witch and The Wardrobe is back at the Lowry until the 15th. Singer-songwriter Sam Ryder is performing next Tuesday at Gorilla on Key Street. And if you like your heavy rock, then Avatar performing at the O2 Ritz on Sunday night. Now, if you've got a gig, big or small, you'd like to tell the whole of Manchester about, then drop us a line. Contact us at yourmcr.com. If you want to get involved in our show, all you need to do is contact us at yourmcr.com. 
Com. We are mega excited, everybody, because we can now announce that last year, 2021, we had uh, 1 million views, everybody. Well, just a little bit over as it is, but 1 million views in 2021, making this uh, Manchester's favourite magazine show, everybody. Today's episode of Your Manchester has been powered by Talk Talk Future Fibre, the UK's fastest and most reliable broadband technology, which is now available here in Manchester. To see if your postcode can get Future Fibre, search Talk Talk Future Fibre right now. 